Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning into Sincerely Speaking, the podcast for the autism parent. I am your host, Keishiana Jones, and I'm here to help you navigate the journey of parenting on the autism spectrum. In this episode, I will give you a little bit of my backstory, as well as a little bit of encouragement as you begin this journey. So, a little bit about myself. I am a Christian and the proud single mother of two. My daughter, Tasia, is 17, and my son, Sincere, today is celebrating his 20th birthday. Yes, yes, yes. We have made it through the teenage years. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) And if you haven't guessed by now, Sincere is autistic and the inspiration for this podcast, hence the title, Sincerely Speaking. With this podcast, I want to give parents hope. I want to answer questions that may seem odd to some, but all too real to me. As once my son was diagnosed, those questions were spinning in my head and I had no one to express them to without feeling silly or crazy for having them. That was until I met other parents who were navigating the same journey of the unknown as I was. So now I wanna be that voice of comfort for new parents who may not have met their special needs tribe yet. I also want to let you know that the tribe is coming. Yes, your tribe is coming. And please don't fight it and don't isolate yourself. This is a journey that only your tribe can understand. One that only your tribe can help you get through. They are the ones who will cry with you, laugh with you, and help create strategy with you. What will this tribe look like? It will be teachers, principals, paraprofessionals, school social workers, after school staff, other parents of your children's classmates. Hell, sometimes the school bus driver or the security guard might be a part of your tribe. But again, whatever you do, Do not isolate yourself. Now, you will still have your friends and family, but honestly, only a few will truly understand some of what you're going through. But don't worry. It may not seem like it, but you were built for this. You are not being punished. You did nothing wrong during your pregnancy. And the reality is you were actually chosen because God knew you were capable of being the best parent for your child. Trust me, it may not seem like it, Most of the time, but as parents, we have an innate ability to nurture and protect our children, and that is what you are going to do. I'm just here to remind you that you got this. So, back to my story. My baby boy was diagnosed in 2004, when the autism diagnosis were 1 in 250 children. A big difference from today, where that number has now changed to 1 in 68 children receiving the diagnosis. There were no signs at delivery that my son had any deficits, but during the initial months, I started to sense some issues. My son was insatiable. He cried a lot. He was only soothed by being closely swallowed to me while I rocked him back and forth. He typically slept on my chest throughout the night because he could hear my heartbeat, and I know now that he felt safer in my arms. Shortly after his first birthday, I started to question his hearing. I wondered if he was deaf as he would not respond to his name if I came into the room and his back was turned. And when I came around to show show my face, he appeared to be a little startled. As he approached age two, he began to tantrum. Hitting, headbutting, kicking, spitting, screaming, biting, you name it, he tried it. 
we dismissed it as terrible twos at first. And I, and I also was pregnant with my daughter. So I thought maybe he was sensing his new sibling coming. He had vocabulary, but his behavior was off the chain. As a parent, I did not want to believe that anything was going on. I did not want to believe that there was truly any issues to be concerned about. But eventually I gave in and I approached my doctors who gave me this, the normal disclaimers, or oh, maybe it's a terrible twos, or he's a boy, so they tend to be slower developmentally. So for me as a parent, I took those answers and I ran with it because it was safer. It was easier. It didn't require me to be present at that particular moment. But as time progressed, his behaviors did not get better. They actually worsened. This is when I enlisted the help of the birth to three services. With birth to three, they came into my home and they assessed him. And with my permission, they were able to go into his daycare facility and also into his preschool and observe him as well as obtain feedback from his teachers. I then went a step further and took him to the neurologist where there the neurologist was able to take the birth to three information, some routine blood work to rule out any other possibilities. And then they did their own assessments, which helped to determine that my son did indeed suffer from autism. This took about uh, a two to three month process. I know it seems like a long time, but one thing for sure, you don't want to rush this process because you want to make sure that you are getting the exact and correct diagnosis for your child. Now, I have this diagnosis and I also have a mix of emotions because I finally have a name for what my baby is going through, but I don't know how to process this because while I am relieved that I have an answer, I don't really know how I feel about it because back then I didn't know many children with autism. I actually only knew two and they were at two different extremes of the spectrum. So what I was still trying to figure out was what am I going to do next? How do I catch my breath? My mind was constantly racing during all this from how do I protect him? How do I teach him? What will life look like for him now or in the future? Will he date? Will he marry? Will he have kids? Will he live independently or will he live with me forever? What about his sister? How will this affect her? Will she be embarrassed? Will it be hard to bring people into the home? Lord, what is happening to me and why? All these emotions are perfectly fine. And if you don't have them, I would honestly question you as to why not. So now, what I'm about to say may shock you, but it is as honest as I know how to be. And this is something that I wish I had learned early on, as opposed to several, several years into my son's diagnosis. And it's these first two things that you must do as soon as you get the diagnosis. Number one, breathe. You were just hit with a blow like no other. Your precious baby girl or boy has been diagnosed with a lifelong disorder. You are not going to pray it away. You are not going to ignore it away. You are not going to spank it away. It is here. And in order to be the best parent and advocate for your child, you must breathe, 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 and breathe again. This breathing will allow you to clear your mind so that you can be present in the moment to be able to help your child. The second thing you must do, which again, I'm telling you now, it sounds crazy, but it's real. You must take the time to grieve. Yeah, I said it, grieve. You have to grieve the vision and the dreams that you had while you were pregnant with this child. You have to grieve the fact that some of the typical milestone experiences that most children um, experience, such as birthday parties, sports involvements, proms, graduations, getting their driver's license, hell, their first date. All this may look different for your child. 
But although it may look different, doesn't mean that they do not have to be able to experience them. Do not isolate them either. But what you have to do is you have to, again, clear your mind so that you can be open-minded to be able to get your child all that they need and so that you are able to be as creative as possible with it when you need to be. Now, I know you may be thinking this chick is crazy, but you have to grieve. You can sit there and say, I'm not grieving anything because my child is not dead and my child is very much here living, which is all true. But the child that is before you is someone who is presenting differently. So I'm suggesting that you let that figment of your imagination die so that the child before you has the plethora of potential to live and blossom into who he or she was destined to be. So again, take the time to breathe and breathe again. Take the time to grieve and then roll up your sleeves because there is work to do. Thank you for listening and I hope you tune into the next episode. Remember, you got this. Be well.